After a demoralizing fall apart against Kansas, the Bears' Big 12 hopes are still not over. They just need to beat Kansas State on the road tonight. Sounds easy, right? This is Locked on Baylor. You are Locked on Baylor, your daily podcast on the Baylor Bears, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Welcome to Locked On Baylor. Drake Toll from Sports Illustrated's Inside the Bears. Cameron Stewart from Sports Illustrated's Inside the Bears. Thank you for making Locked On Baylor your first listen every single day. The Bears lose by 16 to KU on the road in just the worst basketball game I've ever seen. Like, that's that's the worst way for a loss. So, like, they happen. were they lost by 16 to the Allen Fieldhouse. You know, it happens. It just sucks that they were never in the game, you know? Right. Right. Oh, you almost like it that way, though, right? You yeah, like that they weren't yeah. in the game. Your, your heart's like never broken. Year. No yeah. hope gets up. Um, so you're like, okay, they, they lost. They're going to drop like 12th in the country. Eh. They stayed at nine. This week, the AP voters are like, yeah, yeah, we'll keep them. They're good. The rankings are nuts, man. They don't make any man. sense at all. I, no, I mean, I'm trying to I'm trying to devalue it as much as possible. I told you, it's the, it's the new batting average. Like, we just – or wins is actually better. Pitching wins is better at this point because yeah. that really – nowadays means like nothing batting average still means something the rankings right now mean just nothing kansas State. and that's coming from a team that's inside the top 10 by the way inside the top 10 number nine um i that's why i follow like analytical analytical know. rankings like shot quality evan mia even ken palm i follow those which can i could, before you go into this yeah i thought about ken palm today what do you think and about I, wanted Kenny? To, I wanted to share a story with the people because ken pomeroy they love laughing at me. They love thinking I'm stupid because they're right. I didn't know until maybe last year, maybe 2021. I just thought Ken Palm was some like radar, like uh, some sort of acronym or something. Yeah. And then I saw the Ken Pomeroy Twitter account and I was like, oh, this is like a Cyclone Larry of advanced analytics. And I was like, oh no, that's a guy named Ken Pomeroy. And Ken Palm is short for that. Like that's his real name uh, given to him at birth. And this is his metric. Yeah. Good for him, by the way. I mean, he dictates making basketball. a metric and like that just you becomes like very important. You know how many AP voters are like, I wonder what Kim Pomp says today. And that's basically what they base awesome. theirs off of. Yeah. 100%. And it's legit. Like up. Joe Lenardi invented the bracketology thing and that's whatever. But like this guy basically invented his own like statistic essentially yeah. like an algorithm he created an his algorithm. own rubric yeah like, I, I don't yeah. get like how you could be like hey i'm gonna punch in rebounds here let's do offensive glass let's do defensive glass separate like what does that algorithm look like what it's like spreadsheet like what is bracketology when we're being honest like rpi oh you that. said a number eight team is a two seed no feces man like of course they are yeah. anyway uh, Ken this, Palm. Shout out to Ken Palm today. Honestly, this this Kansas State team they lost. So uh, in, in, look, this is kind of on the same on the same topic. This Kansas State team lost three of four there for a little bit. They were bad. They were reeling for a while. Even Drum yeah. Tang was like, "Oof, we got We can't do this." They just won against Iowa State. So they've still lost three of five, but have now have won two of three. The the they, they're trending upward a little bit. They needed to. They were reeling for a while, and now they get a break. They get a night off tonight against the the worst defense in the big 12 rated 82nd in palm ken palm defensively the baylor bears at home i mean i think uh, jerome tang could sweep scott drew in year number one at the helm of kansas state and obviously the the wildcats are going to be favored 
They didn't even drop, by the way. They only at 14. They lost three of five, only went to 14. That's what I mean, it's nuts. They're like that's Iowa nuts. State last year. I mean, that's what it is when you've got a new coach in. Um, you get the you get the hype at the beginning, you know, you get your guys playing hard for you, and they've sustained as a legitimate top 15 team. So yeah, yeah. uh th- on the other hand, on the other hand, I'm gonna I'm not gonna go too analytical because I'm I'm filling in for Brandon McKinnon today. He is not a numbers guy, so I'm going to stick to that. Y'all he didn't is expect sick. a numbers show. He had a I'm sewage fill issue. In without numbers. Um, Kansas State was playing really well when they played at Waco, in Waco, last mm-hmm. month. <clears throat> and they had everything going for them. Baylor had nothing going for them. 0-2, like bad kind of desperate. And Kansas State beat them by two in overtime. Um, when Baylor was at their worst, Kansas State was at their best. They had just done the 116 against UT or whatever. Now, it's not exactly a flip of the script because Baylor's reeling a little bit coming off of Saturday, but Kansas State is not hot. Um, they don't have things going for them, well, albeit still a good team, but they are not coming in hot. Bramlage has been kind of mid the last uh, couple games yeah, after yeah. some really nice starts in terms of the atmosphere. Uh, so I think you can feel good about that as a Baylor fan. Can't feel too great about Saturday, right? But Baylor's come up off the mat every time this year, every time. And we know the makeup of this team still, at least skill wise. We know that is still a final four team on paper. Don't get yeah, the final yeah, fours yeah. on paper. So I think that's a good thing for Baylor fans. I think that is something positive to look at going into this game. Kansas State's reeling. You're not going to put out a second-half performance like you did on Saturday. You're not going to do that again, probably. Um, I would I would feel good about this. Mm-hmm. What you would. Do I'm, you feel good about this game? I, I do. I do. I You know, I'm not guaranteeing anything. I won't fill in for McKinnon doing that. Uh, but I do feel good. I feel the, good. Feel better best, than I did going into Saturday. The best player on the floor in this game doesn't play for Flo Baylor. Oh. oh, it's not flow. Close. He's up there. The best player on the floor in this game is Keontae Johnson. I mean, great story at Kansas State, game. too. He's seasoned and he's averaging 17.4 points per game. That's the most of anybody in this game. And not only is he doing that, he's shooting 51.2%. The guy Are you meaning to tell me that the best player named Keontae in this game does not play for the Baylor Bears? Not only that. But the best player wow. whose first name's Keontae and last name starts with a J sound. No. There no. are two of You're them. You're having a laugh. And Kansas State has the better of the two. Keontae Johnson, 7.4 That's rebounds per game. Sure. 73% of the line. Could be better. Um, I Yeah. Like, like Okay. You come into the game with the best player. You're playing at home. Tuesday night, Super Tuesday at Bramlage, the octagon of death or whatever, doom, whatever they're calling it now, which was not cool. And the drum tank was like, oh, let's make this cool. And, and... Might I say, you're playing Jerome Tang, which kind of weird that yeah. this this Kansas State team has been a little more built on offense. They were at least to start conference play. Then they played Iowa State and they held them to 55 points. That's what Jerome Tang does. He's good at the intensity, the defense thing. Coach, I, coach I to their strengths at first. Coach their strengths at first. And now is building them in his image. So who's going to capital H does? So who's going to do it? Who's going to guard Keontae Johnson successfully? Who like How are you going to shut down a Kansas State offense that beginning of the Big 12 here is potent? And then defensively, I don't know if you knew this, Baylor has the worst defense in the Big 12. We don't mention that enough. We don't talk about it a lot. They are outside yeah. of the quad one in college basketball, 
in defense, and that is not good. I look, yeah, and 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 for and for Baylor fans to give you an Milo. example, I, I hate to compare these two teams, but um, that twenty twenty one team, arg- you can make an argument the best team of the two thousands. I will hear that argument, right? Okay. That twenty twenty one Baylor team. This year's team has everything else but half of Davion Mitchell. All right, but the yeah. defensive half of Davion Mitchell. And look, that's I mean, that's he was an all-time on-ball defender. Um is he the greatest Baylor basketball player of all time? I don't know about that, man. But it's either him uh, or the he, microwave. Oh, great tweet by John Morris yesterday about the microwave, a little 40-point game on that day in like 79 against TCU. Baylor history. Microwave is microwave might be number one. Uh, but Davion Mitchell had as good of a season individually in terms of what he did and what the team accomplished because of what he did as any Baylor player in history. Does that make sense? Yes. Like the, he, I mean, I wish we could get a like him. Yeah. That man dominated. Dominant, like he's genuinely one of the best defensive guards I have ever seen and became an elite offensive player, especially the second half of that season. Because remember the 2020 season, we're getting into a Davion Mitchell thing here, and I don't know if we need to, but 2020 season, he was a leave him alone at the top of the key. Uh-huh. He was not a shooter, decent passer, good facilitator. James Akinjo as a great defender. Be a better and attitude. then he became Jared Butler. And a great defender. Like, unbelievable stuff. So that's what I mean. Baylor, if they had almost half of what Davion Mitchell was defensively in one player, that's a Final Four Sharpie team. Yeah. Sharpie team. Yeah. And they don't. And look, I mean, Flagler's a good on-ball defender. Not a a great one Mm -hmm. by any stretch, but good. Probably a little underrated, but I mean, nowhere near the stopper that you need. Um and there isn't a stopper in any position on this team, unfortunately. Um, not Keontae. Definitely not Keontae. No, Keontae L- gets better by the game defensively, but he's not going to be that. Not LJ. That's not LJ. No, LJ tries, man. But uh, Jalen, every now and then. Jalen Bridges is a good defender. Good defender. Um, Jonathan John will On his good days, a very good defender. Every day, John will come out. He will not guard you for very long. If, you, still call him guys. JT, if you call him JTT, I'm going to cut your head off. They'll, they'll hunt you down. They'll kill you. I, I know a guy. Like I have I have a fraternity brother. They call him JTT. It's been months. Haven't seen him in months. It's months, been months. Man. The people were not happy about that. You tweeted anyway, JTT uh, and you shouldn't have it. They missed the entire point of the tweet. Here's this really good uh, thing about this good guy. F you for saying it. I was literally, it was from my standards, like the most apologetic I could be. It was something like he had gotten his third foul two of them he was just like just missed a half a step and it just wasn't his day and i literally said in the tweet i was like loner and flow like they gotta pick it up a little like they gotta mm-hmm. they gotta pick up their guy and all that was remained was if you call him jtt i will come to your house and burn it down <laughs> he doesn't like that so don't type out those letters ever again i'm going so to stop you. he has a name anyway yes he's he's kind of he's lost a step i mean not kind of he has and that's to be expected and he does he's given a lot more defense or offensively um, this year than he had in the past. So I guess that's a that's that's an even that's a split. Um, why do you? Yeah, I mean that's something you, you got to deal with. Why do you think he's lost a step? And why? Caveat here. Or and or, caveat: 
Do you think Fran Fraschilla could tell us why and if he saw why? Maybe even like an approximate if he saw how far away he was. Fran Fraschilla is the ultimate um, when a play-by-play broadcaster tweets out something of a game he did and he was like, yeah, this was a fun one to call. I was Play-by-play broadcasters only do that to say that I was at this game. Fran Fraschilla does that in audio form every game. Right. I was about 20 feet away and... uh, when he went down, snapped his leg in half. I saw it. I'm I telling you, I, I didn't think I didn't I didn't think he was going to play basketball again. Right there, and I coached right the best conference ever. Here he is. I coach basketball, John. All right, friend. Speaking of all right, what's better than all right? That is built bar. Built.com is where you should go for Built Bars. Or go to Sam's Club or go to Walmart. you got to try Built. With Built, it's healthy, it's tasty, it's 100% real chocolate. It's a 100%, that is right, real chocolate. Two weeks. Two weeks away from Los Cabos, San Mexico. I'm going to Mexico in two weeks for spring break. I hope it's warm there. I do. So I've been I've been cutting down. You know, I'm at uh, I'm at like a a decent 198. Want to get down to like a 192, like a little more chiseled 192. Um, I gotta eat a cheeseburger at some point. I would, you know, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna use Built Bar to do it. 100% real chocolate. It's it's the best. It's the best. So go try it. Sam Club, Walmart, Built.com. Any of those things, they're official. They're the unofficial partner sponsor of Locked On. Try them out. See what they say. See what they taste like. I think you're gonna like it. I think you're gonna like it. Built.com, Sam's Club, Walmart. That's Built Bar. Find one. Um. All right. Big Twelve standings. We talked about this a little bit. It's we. It's weird. You know. There's only ten teams, teams in it. That's odd. Yes. Seven. Teams only ranks get in. the top ten. Seven teams get in. TCU, who beat Kansas, um, a while That's ago. Funny. Maybe yeah. they did last night. Hopefully. Yeah. Uh, they are they are seven and seven, which is tied for mm, eight and seventh the conference, which is wild. Uh, oh, West Virginia, Texas Tech, and Oklahoma outside looking in. Texas Tech could sneak in. West Virginia could sneak in. Both of their net, like could, don't blow past that. Tech Tech's could sneak won three in, straight, which Tech's is incredible. Three straight, incredible. They legitimately. I mean, there's a lot to do. It's all to play for, but they could sneak into this thing. The Good Bears of Baylor. Uh, however, nine and five in conference play, a game back of ten and four Texas and ten and four Kansas. We'll see how Kansas does. If Baylor loses to Kansas State on the road, drum roll, please. They are not winning the Big Twelve Conference. Probably not. No, no definitely not. Period. Statistically not. Period. They are not winning the Big Twelve Conference if they lose. Calling it. I also here. You know what? I want to come out. There's a chance. I want to come out a little bit. Not like that. Coming up. All right, here we go. Fire here me. we go. Here we go. Here we go. I have to go host something different than Locked On Baylor. I Locked On Cougs. Am I? I'm not a pessimist. I get it. I say some stuff sometimes, such as such as this. Baylor's not going to win the Big Twelve. If they lose tonight at Kansas State. I say that. There are some Locked On hosts. I listen to other shows. I've listened to some. And I, like some guys are nice. They're they're happy go lucky. They're like, hey, I'm a big fan of the team, which I am. I am. And everything is sunshine and roses and rainbows and all of that stuff. And if you like that, then that's good. I bet somebody else out, is out there for you. There are Baylor Bear insiders and things like that and people that will write that stuff or say that stuff. And then that's good. That's good. It's a lot of Baylor media. But I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you straight up exactly what it is and how it is. If Baylor loses to Kansas State tonight, they are out of the Big 12 title race. and They're not going to win the Big 12 championship. You've got to win the games on the road and at home pretty much the rest of your games to win the Big 12 championship right now. And it starts tonight. They lose tonight. Say goodbye. Start thinking about something else. Start getting ready for March. Hell, start watching baseball if I care. 
they're doing all right. Right, Cam? You went. I didn't see the Yeah, I did. I did. I did. I love baseball. That's why I'm going to leave it at that. I love Baylor, and I love baseball. But that's what's on the line tonight. I love Baylor, but let's be honest. Let's be honest. I'm a loss I'm tonight. Back. A loss tonight does it. You're done in. It's done. It's over. Sorry. Are even eight? No, I, I think it. that's. Uh, I think that's fair. I guess so. I mean, Thanks what happens? Now? I mean, like you know, do you win in Bramlage Super Tuesday? How's the crowd tonight? I think God win. bless. I mean, like, do you think you think Baylor wins tonight? I think Baylor wins tonight. Okay, well, ESPN does too, just barely though. They have Baylor projected like a 52.4 percent chance to win. Um, That's fair. You, you say Baylor's going to win. You're no Brandon McKinnon here with the stats and the stuff. Yeah, I'm not but, saying like this is going to be a 12 point victory. Yeah, it's easy just like get a, in out a of there. Gut thing. What are you? What are you going with? Yeah, mo- mostly, mostly. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be stunned if they lost. Um, but <clears throat> I just think I. I think they're going to correct what they did wrong on Saturday. People laughed at me when I said in the first half, when Baylor was up 17 at Allen Fieldhouse, the Kansas Jayhawks hitting everything. I said, Hey, um, whispers, this is not going to last. Teams do not shoot 75% from three for entire games. It's true. That got a does point. not happen. Yes, point. And I just said, I, I literally said, I was like, you don't need. Ralph Sampson down there scoring back to the basket every time. You don't need that. In you don't need Carl Malone. The world does not need Carl Malone. In fact, the world would be a better place without Carl Malone, okay? Look, we're all God's creatures, but we don't need Carl Malone. Not all created um, equal. Um, anyway, oh, Carl Malone, bad guy, bad guy. Um, big into police, <laughs> Not, not big, even controversial. Big into- Big like into we, supporting police. So look up Carl Malone 12 on Google and see what that pops up. Anyway, so you don't need that, right? But what you need is some sort of deception um, offensively. The great NBA teams, the great shooting teams, their guards pull floaters out of their butts all the time because it stretches things out. Like you need, you need some touches in the paint. You need some penetrations. Okay, you need to penetrate the paint a little you bit. Got to bang in the post. You got to bang and penetrate. That's what you P need and, to do. P you don't need B. to be scoring down there every time. You don't need to score. All right, but you little, need to bang and penetrate. P and the B, and that'll open up some baskets for your guys. By the way, in the post, you don't need them every time down. Post, but they the weren't basket. doing that. By the way, my point was that they weren't doing that. Forty-five oh. points in the first half. Everyone knows forty-two come from the three guards. The other three is a three-point basket by Jalen Bridges, who's a decent three-point shooter. Decent I'm like, that is word. not going to last. He's a decent three-point shooter. He's an okay three-point shooter. You're thinking about November. He's a decent three-point shooter. Oh, well, um, okay. So, <laughs> I think they're going to make that adjustment because they've done it a couple of times this year. They've gone kind of back and forth with this. They didn't have the penetration offense against TCU because TCU is a damn good defense. They didn't really have it against UT because I just think they were a little in a funk. But against Tech, who's now a tournament team, they had it. Uh, against OU, they really had it, that game we were at. Uh, against West Virginia, they had it. So I'm listing off some bad teams here. Mm-hmm. But but they changed their game around in those offensively, and it's yielded the best results by far, by far, in this conference schedule. So, Keontae George is fifth in the league. Gonna, with- I think they're going to adjust their offense. 2.43 pointers per game. Um, here's speaking of adjustments, Cam. 
Why don't you at home adjust? Yeah. Change your life around with FanDuel. It's insane. I love FanDuel. I've been batting on the XFL. I am an XFL fan. The, the DC defenders throwing lemons on the field. Big, big fan of the DC defenders. Right now, it's the midway point of the NBA season, but it's just the beginning of the XFL season. And you can go bet on the XFL with a no sweat first bet. $1,000 to FanDuel. If it doesn't hit, you get $1,000 back in free play. It's a bonus bet. back if your first bet doesn't win. Download the FanDuel. 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 Sports sportsbook app. It's safe. It's secure. It's easy to use. You can bet on everything from money line to point spread, scores, threes, drained, all that stuff in the NBA. Bet on like points and spreads and stuff in the XFL. FanDuel even lets you combine for bets for a chance at bigger payout with same game parlays. Your no sweat first bet can be found at fanduel.com forward slash locked on. Fanduel.com forward slash locked on. Keep in mind terms and conditions do apply. It's the official sports book of the NBA. Scott Drew. Scott, uh, what do you think? about Kansas State coming up tonight? Trying to be multiple and having your guys give different looks to people going down the stretch. Well, I I, I can think uh, uh, most of our league has multiple defenses, multiple adjustments. We have the same um, probably against Kansas. We wish we we would have uh, uh, tried more uh, options because obviously uh, 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 what we tried didn't work. At the same time, um, I think transition defense is always transition defense. Doesn't matter what you're doing there. Um, and that's twofold. You, you turn it over, you take bad shots, you're going to be in transition defense. Um, if you take care of the ball, you make shots, that helps with that. Uh, and then our communication skills with our effort to uh, get back. Um, uh, we got back several times and we had no communication. So uh, you got to do both. And uh, team saw that. We saw that. We'll get better at it. Go ahead, Eric. Coach, just in terms of that, what do you see from your guys 24, 48 hours after that loss against Kansas that in terms of a response? Well, I think uh, uh, first and foremost, if you're not upset after a loss, um, you're probably not a good player or coach. So everyone was down. Everyone was upset. And then you've got to process it. you got to learn from it. And you got to get better from it. And I think uh, – um, at the end of the day, I think we have the winningest road record in the Big 12 the last five years. And Kansas, I think, has lost, what, three games in how many years at home. So um, it's a tough place to play. Their crowd does a great job. Coach Self's a great coach. Your players played better than us second half. Uh, coach better than us. And now we have another chance to play on the road. And is it easy? No. I mean, doesn't matter who you are. I think Purdue's lost three or four road games. So it's hard to win on the road. Um, you got to do everything you can to give yourself a chance to, and we'll control what we can control and try to be better at uh, that. And then let the chips fall where they may. What did you guys learn in that first matchup against Keontae Johnson and Marquise Noel about how to maybe try and contain that Kansas state guard duo? Uh, honestly, we learned nothing because we knew how good both of them were and we saw how good they were playing. Um, uh, I learned Noel can shoot from uh, uh, the jump ball circle in the, the Ferrell Center. Um, and, and I know uh, 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 Keontae's uh, somebody you have a lot of respect for what he's overcome, and he's a great player. And uh, their staff's done a great job with those two. And um, we know what challenges we have with them. At the same time, uh, uh, it's, a, it's, it's a great challenge to play against great players. And it's great an oppor- great opportunity, too. 
And their team wins because of their team, not just two people. Matt Lively, go ahead. Hey, Scott. I know it's easy to kind of say taking one game at a time, but how do you block out knowing what you need to do to still win a Big 12 title and keeping your players on track? I think it works hand in hand. If you don't take care of what you got to do for each game, you don't have a chance at a title. So, um, I mean, that's the beauty of playing in the Big 12. I mean, packed houses, crowds are crazy. Um, you're ready to play. It's really challenging and hard, um, but you're definitely focused. And um, sometimes uh, uh, you win, sometimes you lose, but um, you don't need to motivate a team before a Big 12 game because you walk out and it's packed houses and places going bananas, music's playing, guys are ready to go. You just got to make sure they stay in character and control what they can control. Um. You know, we've just been working on, you know, the same thing, getting back in transition, um, you know, finding the best ways to get our best player shots. Um, just trying to clean up some little nicks. Um, you know, at the end of the day, we want to be, you know, at our peak in March. And, you know, there's a lot of things that we can get better at. So we just figuring out, you know, you know, how to come together as a collective and, you know, make things, you know, the right way, do things the right way. That was Scott Drew talking about Kansas State and those Wildcats. This is Drake Toll. That's Cameron Stewart. Carl Malone just sucks. Oh, so bad, dude. Like a bad freaking dude. I saw and too we can much say it. Carl Malone um, penetration on the timeline this weekend. Far too much. Like if you Roll were out as much Sean Stockton as you want in Utah, I don't need no Carl Malone. If you were, you're right. I don't. Even. If we were to say like this, could be controversial. If we were like, yeah, Scotty Pippen's the worst. Like, wow, whoa, whoa. You know, like, they'd be like, oh, I haven't heard that. Don't pick on that guy. Like, what? Hey, unwarranted. No, like we can say literally whatever we want about Carl Malone and not get fired. Because look, there are some obviously a lot of athletes, professional athletes, especially stars. There are a lot of like bad eggs, bad people, mm-hmm. but like had friends, like pe- teammates liked them and stuff. No one liked Carl Malone. You like, think Jerry? Nobody. You think Jerry Lee Lewis's band liked him? You think Jerry Lee Lewis? And, do you think Jerry Lee Lewis and Carl Malone were friends? I bet they did like fundraisers I, together. You know I, I bet. Mean? You know, like athletes when uh, like one of them tears their ACL and like another player was like, "Hey, man, I'm here if you need anything. I've been through this." You think that happened too? Like the guys that grew hey, up look, in the area. look, I know, I know. You, you're getting put in the spotlight here, and it's just not fair. It's not fair. Look, I'm here to talk. I've been through this too. I've been through the the middle school girlfriend thing. <laughs> Carl Malone, Jerry Lee Lewis, locked oh, on Baylor. Um, Carl Malone, it's on site. Carl Malone, it is on site. If you ever come to Wake Up Texas, they had to be. If you ever friends, come on locked dude. on Baylor? Hey, we're gonna be doing some Utah trips in the next couple of years. Not will next be. year, but uh, I mean, but these are also the same Salt Lake people who. Uh, think that the big 12 is tr- the truck what do they call it? the truck stop conference hey Fly great overstates. people on both Those sides. dumb hicks of the big 12 great people on both sides let's look it's just people, like who side. does utah think they are wow no shade on utah we enjoyed our time in utah i really liked it some, but they think like because we have a mountain that, they do and that we can't associate with those hicks with salt Thanks for making your first listen every single day. Come back tomorrow. We'll talk about the recap of the game. Baylor!